0: Robert the, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 172 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? Hey,
1: good morning.
2: Good morning. I, I finally am hooked up to this new computer here, so I'm curious to see how many things I'm going to mess up as we do this. <laughs> what do you mean how many things you're going to mess up? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, I had to move everything all around. I don't like it because things that were left <laughs> are now right and things that were right are now left. And oh, gosh. It's just it's a little bit of a disaster here. So you're, finally
0: doing, your compu- yeah. you're ju- finally doing this on your new computer? Yeah. You're finally doing this on your new computer?
2: Finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 in business. That's good. That's good.
0: Well, uh, we you know we were just talking before the show a little bit really quickly about uh the meetup. We're we're we are uh, pretty set for the meetup. We are going go to go at paddlefish. Go to paddlefish uh at Disney Springs. Uh, we set the set the menu and everything. So we we've got a menu, and by the way, I just want to mention again, this is a free meetup, um, free food. You know, we're just going to be hanging out, having a good time. So, uh, anybody that wants to join us, paddlefish, uh, on what is it, uh, May fourteenth. May fourteenth, yep. Trevor. It's yeah, and, Saturday and, the fourteenth. Yeah. Yep, twelve thirty to three thirty, and that's when we're going to be hanging out. And then probably after that, we're probably going to make our way over to Epcot and hang out at Epcot too. So you can join yeah. us for that, or if you want, or if you don't want to, you don't have to do that either. So, but again, we, we are leaving it open for a little bit longer. We don't have to finalize our numbers for another week or so here. So if you do want to go, meetup dot dot com, and you can uh, sign up for the event. So.
1: So just one thing on the meetup, I got to say this is that, so I've, I actually started packing yesterday for the meetup (laughs) and I realized very quickly that because I haven't gone anywhere in over two years, um, I had to, I I'm missing some stuff that I had from previous trips and I, I couldn't find stuff and I have to actually go shopping and like, make sure i have everything that i need for the trip
0: yeah yeah so yeah i can see that i haven't even thought about it yet so
1: <laughs> but yeah it's it's, it's, it's scary how fast it's coming up like we're we're less than three weeks out i can't believe that this is like i'm excited now
0: <laughs> I Me mean, yeah me too for yeah. sure and i'm sure you're even more excited because it's been so long for you so
2: yeah but we I'm should also to, to bunk in tom's room if i go
0: is that yeah it's uh, if <laughs> <laughs> you can. yeah if, you know or you
1: can come. hang out with me or tom it's fine
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean, those poly rooms. yeah those i i guess those poly rooms are pretty big oh probably. i don't like yeah. poly though right, where are you cool. where are you staying tom i'm in an, I'm an animal kingdom oh, you don't so love far, animal though. kingdom either i, I know you well, don't but i've been to animal kingdom way more I, I would say that if i had my choice between poly and animal kingdom i'd probably go into animal kingdom wait do you guys both have
0: studios or what yeah, yes they're both studios yeah yeah okay. all
2: right wait who snores though does anybody snore uh i, I, I have I have been occasionally known to snore. Ooh, uh, all right, Trevor, I'm with you then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Well, we should probably introduce our guest, uh, and and uh, it, we really appreciate uh, Andy joining us today. So we have Andy Barry from uh, DVC Resale Market, but but Andy, you worked at, at 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 DVC for a long time as well, and I know I feel like every time I see uh you know people recommending people to call at DVC Resale Market, I feel like your name comes up a lot along with you know Derek and. And a couple other folks. But I always see your name t- tagged in, in a lot of those posts.
3: Well, good morning, you all. Good morning and good to see you all. I think kind of see you all. Well, here uh, I <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of funny. When you do a podcast, you never see anything. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice <laughs> to be on the show with you three and looking forward to our little chat together. Yes, I am a former DVC direct guy. I did work at the parks uh, at Disneyland for about nine years. And have been with uh, DVC Resale Market now for coming on three years. Uh, I think actually my anniversary is May 1st. Will be the start of my third year, hard to believe. And uh, my wife and I and the kids are are, um, DVC members. Our home resort is Bay Lake Tower. We've been members for now uh, coming on 12 years. Hard to believe. Oh, Wow. So and and you said you you worked for so you
0: I, I was kind of saying that before the show started you're kind of like the the West Coast DVC guy so you know and 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 that Trevor is definitely uh, definitely interested in this new DVC uh, tower that's being built so we'll we'll definitely have to talk about that um, but you know I, you're more of the more the West Coast guy not that you can't help it with Disney World too right but
3: yeah so you know. I, I grew up on the East Coast I lived in Allentown Pennsylvania. And uh, the funny part is, I, home, I remember home of Dorney Park, Dorney Park, I home, love Dorney. home of Dorney Park. There you go for love the Dorney. amusement guy in the family. Um, <laughs> I remember going to Disney World one time when I was about, I think I was nine years old, uh, and I didn't come from a very uh, affluent family, but we we stayed at the parks uh, for two days, one night at the, a place called the Contemporary Resort, and I thought it was pretty cool how that thing called the monorail, which I'd never seen before, went through the hotel. And then there was a five legged unicorn there on the wall, which was kind of weird. Um, but the only thing I remember from the trip, and this is going back a long, long time ago, uh, when I was nine, you know, it's a long time ago. That's like five yep. decades ago. Um, I remember coming out of presidential hall and, uh, looking at my dad and saying, how did they get all those guys on the stage at one time? And, and he said to me, he says, that's the magic of Disney. And, it's, and, and I, that's about the only thing I remember from the trip, that and staying at the, at the contemporary. But uh, we didn't have a chance to go very much when I was a kid. So I, uh, I changed that when, when I became married and I've been to Disney World over 40 different times and obviously Disneyland many, many more times than that. And spent uh, roughly nine years working directly at the parks uh, almost on a daily basis and got to work with over 6,500 members around the world.
0: Nice. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Well, we're we're happy to
3: have you on. And I'm delighted to be on. And just to go back to the titles. Yeah, my official title is called West Coast Ambassador, and my colleague on the East Coast is Derek DeBoer. He's the East Coast Ambassador. Uh, and together we collectively uh, make up one ambassador. Wow, okay. I
1: was going to say is there is there a bit of a rivalry? Going on
3: there? Well, as far as I'm right. concerned, there is only one park, and that's Disneyland and California Adventure. I mean, <laughs> right. Disney World just got built because there was nothing else to do in the middle of, of, of the state of Orlando. Or the state of
0: Florida. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Trevor, I mean, how do you
1: feel? We, we can that, hang out, right? Andy.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can hang yeah. out in Disneyland.
3: <laughs> and if I remember, Trevor, let's just you and I will just go to Adventureland. We don't have to go anywhere else. We'll just go to Adventureland.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's great. That works. <laughs> All right, so uh, Andy, we did get some questions that were specifically for you. So uh, from our from our Facebook people, and I also added one too because I wanted to talk about the new tower, but um. So we, we have Kevin reached out and asked, with the amount of uh, right-of-first refusal buybacks at the resorts uh, at certain resorts lately, is it still true that Disney rarely touches internationally-owned contracts? Was that ever true or just a circumstantial DVC message board myth?
3: So in the three years – it's a great question. So, But anyway, in the three years that I have been at the DVC resale market, I have never seen them touch an international seller's contract for buyback. And that has to do a little bit with the income tax reporting for the seller standpoint. Uh, We won't get into the technical details because I'm not an accounting person. Um, But um, I think it's a little bit too much bottleneck of paperwork for DVC to get involved in buying back an international sellers um, membership for sale. So a lot of questions I get related to that will be is, well, can we sort your inventory by international sellers? Well, we're working on that still for three years now, but well, somewhere it's on the docket and we'll try and get to that, but uh, you can uh, hammer through all those little uh, uh, listings. And once you find the resort of choice at the bottom of the resort, the resort listing at the listing page, you'll see whether it's an international seller or not.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's good to know for you, Trevor. Uh, you know, yeah, I was like say, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that in
1: mind. If I well, I'm not going to sell mine anyway. But well, uh, no, that's sell, that's still that's an interesting little bit to know. And actually, I guess if if I'm ever in the market for more points, too, I'll keep that in mind as well. Awesome. All right. Um, hey, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. grab the next one. Uh, yeah. So Chris says, um, is the the recent pattern of increased buybacks at resorts that then is followed by direct price increase just a random coincidence? or a new trend that may be a a predictor of DVC future behavior?
3: That's another great question. Um, I think you can tend to follow DVC. I used to do the ROFA reports for our company for about 18 months. Um, And when I was experiencing going through that exercise, I would see where they were buying back. And then subsequent months afterwards, you'd see a price increase. So, I don't know if it's a, it's a thought out plan or a strategy or a tactic, but it certainly tends to indicate that that's the case. So if you back the, take a look at back the last, uh, three or four months, DVC had a focus on, um, beach club, boardwalk, um, Saratoga Springs and Old Key West and a little bit of Animal Kingdom. And oh, by the way, the last three Saratoga Springs, Animal Kingdom and Old Key West, their direct prices just went up to $200 a point. And you could you could argue to say, well, why did DVC do that? Obviously, I don't know directly why, but I would tend to think that they're doing that so that they can get people focused off of buying the existing what I call sold-out inventory, and more focusing on buying the new stuff like Copper Creek or Riviera or Alani. When you look at the, the price comparison, the retail price is basically the same for Grand Floridian, Copper Creek, Alani, Riviera as it is for the sold-outs, whether it be Old Key West, Animal Kingdom, or um, Saratoga Springs. That may be their primary focus. So it'll be interesting to see what transpires over the next uh, six to eight weeks with buybacks at all of the, of the different resorts. We're clearly not seeing the volume of buybacks that we had seen in the last several months, but it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next coming months. Hope that helps.
0: I oh, know that's a great answer. That's it, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense they would just buy back a bunch of those and then and then raise the price and sell them at a higher price, right? I mean, it totally makes sense. It doesn't doesn't really surprise yeah. me, but I I do wonder if they're going to continue that strategy. I, I mean, it seems like it's probably working well for them. I mean, but who who knows, right? We don't know what their numbers look like. So, <laughs> um, yeah.
3: Go I mean, if you idea. look at it now, all all of the direct prices are over a hundred. Well, except for Hilton Head and Vero Beach but they're all over $200 a point. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be the new floor level for the company.
0: Well, that that's going to lead into the question I have for you later here. Actually, you know, Trevor, why don't you yeah. ask the Gina's question? Cause yeah. that, since I have my <laughs> own question here, but Gina, another West coaster. Uh, yeah. so she's, she's a, she's a big Disneyland person. So, uh, so this is a good question. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Gina has
1: been our, our, our West coast contact on a few things, but, uh, Yeah, she she asks, uh, what are the hottest contracts right now for DVC resale? Which ones are the best bang for our
2: buck?
3: Mm, Another good question. So I took a look at inventory and the two hottest contracts, the two hottest resorts that are out there now are Beach Club and Boulder Ridge. Now you probably say, well, how did you come to that conclusion? To me, uh, it's pretty simple to look at and say the number of active listings we have on a relative basis for those two resorts is far less than any other resort we have. And so by default, especially the Beach Club, it's been the hottest resort for the last two or three years. When those listings come in, they sell out very, very quickly. So if you're on a perspective of, if you're on a buyer's perspective, looking at Beach Club, you may not have as many days to think or consider or ponder that purchase. But if you're on the seller side, now is a great time to throw your membership out there for sale if you're looking to sell. Mm -hmm. Boulder is a little interesting story because it's a short-length lease, 2042 expiration. So a lot of people say, well, why would that be a hot property? It it just is. It it sells very, very quickly, very, very easily for us. um, And we have very little inventory of it. A couple of the other resorts that are very interesting to look at, I always like to mention this when I do have a conversation with somebody, is if you're looking for an old QS listing, we do have three extended lease listings. Those tend to to go and sell fairly quickly. And then the other ones that sell very quick uh, from a standpoint of a hot contract basis are the Alani subsidized lease. And we have one of those subsidized leases right now.
0: Can you explain the the whole subsidized lease thing? I, I think that might be interesting for people to know about.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's an easy one. So back about – let me think. I think this is back in 2011. I mean, it's either 2011 or 2012. Um, DVC had a situation where um, they did an analysis of the costs of operation for al And they realized that the allocation of the common area costs – was too highly allocated to the hotel side and not high enough of an allocation on the villa side. So they went in and rebalanced the dues fees to have the DVC members pay a little bit more than what they were initially charged. But what Disney did, which was sort of the right thing at the time, was said, listen, if you bought an Alani contract prior to this change, prior to this reevaluation of the dues, We're going to grandfather you in or subsidize the uh, annual dues fees for you for the life of the membership that you have. And that carries on with a seller as they go to um, dilute their membership interest. If they sell off, that subsidized dues portion stays with the membership. And you probably question is, well, how much (laughs) is that subsidy worth? It's worth a little bit more than two dollars a point times the number of points that you have on the listing.
0: All right, so it's not nothing. It's it's definitely you know valuable.
3: Oh yeah, it's it's worth something over the the length of the lease, definitely. That's great. Hmm. So we also uh, have three three so, uh, yeah. guaranteed weeks out there. That um, um, a little bit different. We generally don't have very many of those, but we've got three guaranteed weeks at Alani. So those are, if I looked at it and said those are the the hot and the u- unusual listings that we have. The second part of the question I think you asked was, what's the best bang that's out there? And when I look at best bang, I always think about it from a perspective of how much does it cost me to acquire the points? So that would be the cost per point. But then you also have to add into that the costs of the dues to maintain the points. To me, that's sort of like a fully accounted look at at the cost of ownership. And from that standpoint, the best bang for the buck is going to be in this order, uh, Copper Creek, Polynesian, Saratoga, Grand Floridian, and the Bay Lake Tower. And most of those generally are in the top bang for the buck um, every time we do our analysis.
0: Kind of surprised to see Copper Creek up there as the number one. That's, that's, that's interesting to me. Is it just because there's so many years left on it? Is that it's so
3: many years left, and the dues yeah. did not go up very high? So the dues are running seven dollars and sixty cents a point. So the dues are relatively low com- in comparison purposes, but it's got an extended or a long lease, yeah, which makes the cost of ownership uh, much lower because you're taking it, you're dividing the cost of the points by a larger denominator.
0: Okay, if that, makes, that sense. makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I mean I you know it, it's interesting you were talking about Boulder Ridge before too because Boulder Ridge is like I like Boulder Ridge and all but I it's it's interesting that that you you said that was one of the hottest contracts right it was Boulder Ridge
3: hottest only from a standpoint of we don't have very many listings okay but when got we it. get them they, they when we get them they sell fast gotcha okay it's that's interesting because like, I like uh, Boulder Ridge no, two, but
0: I wouldn't think of that as being the most popular one of the most popular correct. options you know <laughs> just like
3: uh, going back about two years ago uh, Trevor. Uh, we had very, very little Grand Californian inventory. It's literally right. when you got a Grand Grand California listing, it would sell within 20, 12 to 24 to 36 hours. Now, now we're sitting with, you know, a number of listings. We've got about 25 of them in total, but it's not quite as hot as it used to be. Beach Club will always, 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 always triple underscore be the hot property because everybody that wants to own there to be able to use the um sand bottom pool.
1: It's, it's so uh, I'll admit, good. That that is like if I ever came into a bunch of money, I would definitely be looking at Beach Club
0: pretty quick. So, that makes sense. <laughs> I Beach Club is one of the few that's left on my list of ones that I've not stayed at. Actually, the only two DVC resorts left that I haven't stayed at are Beach Club and Riviera. That's it. So I mean, as far as Disney World goes, okay. So let's let's you know qualify that. I haven't stayed at Vero. I haven't stayed at you know anywhere in Disneyland. I haven't stayed you know elsewhere. But it's I, I've and I have stayed at Hilton. Then, but uh, yeah. So that one that those two are are ones that I have not stayed at yet and would like to obviously because I I want to hit all of them at some point. So um, but yeah, it's uh that's that's really interesting. So any anything else on that topic? Anything else we want to ask?
3: Trevor, Uh, I'm sorry, we're sitting with a a lot of inventory out there, which is making it very good from a buyer standpoint, as you could pick through a lot of different listings and have a lot of choice. Obviously, a lot of people focus in on Saratoga Springs. Well, you know, as many people know, it's the largest resort that DVC built. And hence, we have the largest number of listings there. But you have good variety there. And very good leverage when it comes to, from a buyer's perspective, being able to negotiate a great deal from a seller.
0: So that's good. So you would say you would say right now is a buyer's market as opposed to a seller's?
3: I think we're starting to see a flip to a buyer's market, in part because the quantity of listings we have uh, per year, uh, 700 in total, is a level we're higher than we would traditionally be at this time of the year. Normally, going into the summer months, we would be in the 500 to 700 range. But since we're at 700 already, it's starting to change or feel like it's changing a little bit towards a buyer's market.
0: Okay. Well, I wanted to ask you about the. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Disneyland, and even though this is a more, I guess, more of a Trevor question, really, but I, I just added it on there. So, I, I I wanted to get your opinion on the the DVC tower that's being built at Disneyland, and and if you think it will sell quickly, and kind of what you're thinking the the price point's going to be for that.
3: That's a great question. I am, um, you know, I'm a little bit biased, uh, and, and let me kind of give you a little bit of the background. The Grand California is one of three resorts in the world. That backs up to a Disney theme park. So obviously, the Grand California parks pack, uh, backs up to DCA or Disney California Adventure. The Disneyland Hotel in Paris shares a main gate with the, Dis- the, the, the Disneyland Park, and in Tokyo, uh, the Miracosta Hotel uh, backs up to Tokyo Disney Sea. I don't believe you can have a better location than the Grand California. With that being said. The Disneyland Tower location is great. It's over there by the Disneyland Hotel, but it's not going to be as good as the Grand California. So that's kind of one thing weighing against it. Uh, A second observation I would offer to the group is that with the Villa lineup that they're going to have there, including a two-person studio, I believe their point structure is going to parallel what the Riviera is. And if, if many of you all remember, when the Riviera came back, there was a little bit of criticism about oh, it looks like they took the studio, four-person studio point charts down to a two-person studio and just bumped everybody up with more points. I believe, I think, with the landlock situation in California and literally no land to build anywhere else on the theme park, you're going to see a fairly aggressive points chart to stay there. Now, you know, Trevor and I know this very, very well, that you don't need a week to come in to Disneyland and, and California Venture. Three or four days may be enough, um, maybe even if you do it a couple times a year, because you don't have the vast array and spans of all the different theme parks to go visit. Um, that being said, I think it's going to be a large number of points to stay at any of the size of villas across the new Disneyland Tower. Now, on a cost per point basis, that's where it becomes a little bit speculative, um, a little bit questioning. Um, I think. Again, just for my own gut feeling is that you're going to, you might see a a member price starting out at somewhere between 250 and 275 a point. Uh, maybe it won't be that low. Maybe it'll just be $300 a point and they'll just go raise it up from there. But I think if you're looking to, to spend a week in a studio or a one bedroom villa, you're going to need somewhere between 300 and 400 points to stay there. And so that that cost is going to become fairly, fairly expensive. I mean, if you're going to charge $300 a point and you need 300 points to stay there, you're looking at $90,000 for a purchase. Seems rather excessive. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> yeah that- I don't care whether well, you're, that you're looking you sad, at Trevor, Trevor, you I don't now. I you say, had- I don't that- think I don't- it doesn't matter whether you're looking at us dollars or you're looking at Canadian dollars.
2: <laughs>
1: Canadian makes it even worse. Honestly, I know <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah, no, it, I, I guess I was hoping it would be closer to you know what current prices are. Um, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from with that. It totally makes sense that they would you know try to keep it Wait, at a so, premium. So, so
2: Trevor, at three hundred dollars a point, interested or not interested?
1: Um, <laughs> Potentially, I think the the points per night is what's going to decide it because if it's mm. something where I can get, you know, like Andy said, if I can, how many do, days do you need there? Oh, like three, four days at most. Okay. So yeah.
3: Disney yeah. is not a place to come visit for a week.
1: Yeah. So again, d- depending on if if it if, if it lines up with what I want to do. It, it may still happen, but yeah, the, it, it has to be a combination of the, the price per point and how bad the point charts actually are when they get released.
3: Now, what, one comment I think is rather, could be rather interesting is when the new tower does open up, I believe it's going to take some of the um, stress off of availability at the Grand California. Maybe it'll become a little easier to get a reservation there than it will be at the new Disneyland Tower.
1: See, I'd be okay with that because I have stayed, I'm not, not DVC, but I have stayed at the Grand Californian, so I can appreciate that. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And like I said, I go back, I'd rather stay at the Grand Californian all day long to yep. know that I can roll out of bed, go through the back entrance and be in the park in about 45 seconds.
1: Yeah, we um, we actually had a room right above the entrance to California Adventure once. That was pretty awesome. <laughs>
0: Well, the new tower looks nice and they're making progress on it. So that'll be, that'll be great. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, do you think so? Do you think it's going to be popular even at that price point, Andy? Like, do you think if, it, if it's that high, you think it's still going to sell quickly or, because I mean, it seems like if you base things based off like the internet that everybody's, a lot of people are excited for this, right? And that is, there could be high demand for this.
3: There's, there's very, going to be very high demand. There's pent up need for another resort, another DVC resort in California. Just it's it, it'll sell quickly. It, it, What's interesting because back in two thousand eight, nine, and ten, when the Grand Californian came out, many will remember is it did not sell very well. It was yeah. a very slow seller. Hmm. But I think with this new Disneyland Tower, it's going to sell very fast. Yeah, I th-
1: yeah. Because people know what it means now, right? Like, there's more yeah, people th- that understand.
3: Correct. Yeah. And, and that's don't get me wrong. It's going to be a great location. It's, you know, you'll be able to look half of the, half of the villas will be able to look at uh, main street or down through uh, downtown Disney and probably get a view or a glimpse of uh, the Disneyland park. Maybe even a little bit of uh, California venture, depending on how high it is. Um, but I just think the location is just not as good as the grand California. And with, with the, the vacation club, it's all about location, location, location. I mean, that's real estate in general.
0: Yeah.
1: Go ahead. No, I was I was going to agree with that, and you know, I guess part of me hopes that uh, you know if 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 what you're saying is true, you know maybe it won't be as expensive as I think it's going to be because people won't want it as much. But yeah, that's a pipe dream, I know.
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, again, a smart thing for them to do could be listen, open it up at two fifty a point and sell it for three weeks to members and see how the demand goes, and then from there they can always take it up. But the they, they, living, they've right?
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. they've
3: got to be sitting there saying, hey, we only have a certain number of points we can sell. We're not going to be able to build another resort here, pretty much any location. So why not be a pilfer and, and take as much money as we can at this time? You know, after all, Mini Mouse needs a lot of new shoes. and about the only way she can fund those <laughs> new shoes is yeah, that, through raising that, prices at DVC.
1: That, that Toontown reno is not cheap, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, he's got to pay for that somehow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I. That's. Uh, I think that's all we, we had for questions, specifically for you, Andy. But obviously, we we we're keeping you around for the whole show to 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 go through stuff with us. So, <laughs> but that's okay. um, I'm
3: happy to be here. I'm honored to be here with you guys.
0: Oh man, that's that's very kind. Oh, thank that's you. very <laughs> kind. So, um, this next question is from Dan H, and it's for uh, for Damon. So I'll have Damon read it.
2: I have to. I have to address the the review though first, Tom. That you oh, yes. so yes, pointed right. out on on Discord. So Tom, you know, Tom loves bad reviews. It's his favorite thing. I, I hate think, bad reviews. I hate I them. I <laughs> think the problem is, is that we're going to be perpetually stuck at 4.5 on iTunes because we get a bunch of good ratings and then someone comes through us, you know. This one, though, again, makes me feel a little bit like Tom Brady reading those bad NFL tweets um, because, again, I don't know how a listener that's been listening to the show at all would even bring these things up. So it's a two-star. So Tom, you, you got two stars this time instead of well, one star. Than what one. I find,
0: it's better than one. Yeah. It,
2: it's better than one. But I always find it funny that if you go and look at the people that give the bad reviews and you like open up because in iTunes you can see what other reviews they gave. I don't know if people realize that. They're all bad reviews. Like they never give like a good review or something. They always just go bring bad reviews. So you know it just it talks about me leaving the episodes early, which I think I've addressed eight bazillion times. We've right? talked like, uh, about this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, it, you know, being that it's a huge hassle and imposition, like, yeah, I have three kids that are older that have sports and, you know, listen, Tom and Trevor do a great job at showing up every week. Absolutely. You know, hats off to them. And, you know, I try my best to make it when I can, but you know, that, that's life. So I don't know why people would Like that, but this is the best. Comes across as someone who likes the idea of being on a podcast more than actually investing in being good at being on a podcast. How, what, how long have we been doing this for? Only five years. Only five years. Okay. (laughs) Is this the only podcast I do? No, like that's yeah, ridiculous.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> How the other host put up with his his haughty attitude? It, I, I love that. This person really thought about that. It did they did I, I, yeah, I, again, like you know, thumbs up to no p two. We're gonna give you, you in five minutes of fame here. Like good job, man. But you know, listen to the show a little bit, and you know you, you realize that I've probably explained these things a hundred million times, but yeah, sure. now, on to the question. That was the first time we had a really bad review in a while. By the way, like in like over a year, I
0: think. <laughs> so. No,
2: I thought I saw another another two star or one.
0: Really was it? I, I have feel like I haven't seen one in a while, but
2: no. In in July, in July we got the took a break for a while. Don't want to hear though. about Almost Universal <laughs> or Dollywood. I love Dollywood. I am not going to be dismissive of Dollywood. It is my favorite park. Sorry, everybody. That's life. Um, all right. So back to the question, though. So Dan. Inquiring Minds want to know, what would it take for me to be comfortable entering a Disney park at this point? <sighs> you know, when I saw Dan post that, I thought about it for a while. Um, I think the problem that I'm having is, is that if I went with myself, my wife, and my daughter only, I think I'd feel pretty comfortable. My teenage boys are just... They're, they're teenage boys, right? And it makes it worse that they're just like. Like, my middle one is always getting sick regardless, right? Like, we could go to Disney, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years ago, and this dude comes home with something. Like, he's always just been that kid that, like, gets a cold because, you know, never washes his hands, never does this, like, rubs his eyes. Like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to run my hand, you know, along the soaring railing all the way to the ride and then get an itch in my eye and, and you know, and it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be good, right? Like, so oh, yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't necessarily know, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. There is nothing really at Disney that I'm really pining for until Tron. Okay. Like, look, once Tron comes, I'm about it. But until then, there's nothing that's pushed the meter. Like, look, Ratatouille may be great, but I don't need to ride that. So I think that's the problem. I think we'll end up being at Universal this summer. We're already planning it. So I know we're going to be at Universal. So I don't necessarily think it's a park, but here's the thing. When we go to Universal, it might be just the three of us. My boys might not go. Um I'm just not – there's just nothing at Disney that's pulling at me right now. Like I said, Tron is pulling at me. When Tron comes, I really would like to go. But I'm not in such a rush to go to any of the other things that have been recently you know, released. So I think that's probably part of it. Um, listen, I, I got burnt out a little bit. It, it, it is what it is. The kids got burnt out a little bit. You know, I don't know what what to tell everyone. I don't dislike Disney. I like Disney, but I just, I needed a break. And that's why we did all the other things. Like we're, you know, we're going to Hilton Head this weekend. Going to, you know, DVC Hilton Head. We'll be there again this weekend. We're leaving Friday. And oh yeah, I'm going to miss the podcast next week. I didn't
0: didn't know you were going to to Hilton Head Yeah, we're going to DVC Hilton
2: Head uh, next weekend. (laughs) Yeah, I I just, I kind of forgot about it too, because I kind of forgot. Like it's one of those trips where we booked it for my wife's uh, birthday. And then we're like, Oh man, like we have a lot of stuff to do. So what we're actually going to end up doing is that my wife's actually going to go down on Friday without the rest of us. Like again, these people that complain about like how much time we have. Like so Friday into Saturday is two tennis matches, uh, a soccer game, you know, and swim practice. So we were like, Oh, I don't think that. So because my daughter has championship. For tennis, so we're going to leave in Saturday. So my wife's going to go down Friday. She'll take the you know night to herself, which I think she probably will enjoy more than uh, she realizes <laughs> being out of the, the stressful time for us. And you know she'll do that Friday, and then we'll just show up Saturday, probably midday. We're only staying until Sunday because we couldn't get Monday. The kids actually have off of school Monday, but we excuse me, we couldn't get Sunday night, but the kids have off of school Monday. So what we'll do, we'll just stay to like you know after dinner on Sunday. So, it won't be a long trip, but it's not that far for us. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll be there. And then I can compare it again to to uh, Vero, which the, the bocce is what sells it at Hilton Head. It's all I'm telling
0: b- bocce for you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it's all about the
2: bocce it. sells it. The kids play until like four in the morning,
0: by the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
2: they're, they're a little nuts about that. So, with the reason, the other thing we did is we kind of opened it up and said everyone can bring whoever they want. So we'll see what that
0: means. Wait. How so how works. big of a room are you
2: staying in? Then are you in like a? I only stay in two bedrooms anymore. That's okay, that's so you my can minimum. Sleep a
0: lot of people. Then you can sleep a lot. Yeah, people.
2: because I need that. I need that extra room to myself. Like I I need that room to myself and the bathroom. Yeah, that's uh, that. helpful. So even the double bathroom, uh, single bedrooms. I don't know, man. I, I just I'm about these two bedrooms now. So that's why we ended up buying more points. So we could yeah, have so the, could do the two, two bedrooms. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we'll be in Hilton Head. I don't know. Like, I I feel like I should have told Charles that because I feel like he he lives close to Hilton Head. I might have to mention that to him. Well,
1: but, yeah, we won't be there long. The podcast comes out, so
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing I want to I want to touch on is that you know we've been running the numbers recently. Just of the podcast, it's been kind of something for all us data science people, and um, it will be interesting. We'll have more discussion about it in the group, but there's definitely some interesting thoughts there. And you know, again, year over year, the podcast is what did I say? We were forty three percent growth, which is yeah. yeah, really nice.
0: Yeah, it's good. I think it's more people
2: commuting again. I think that's helpful. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely helpful.
0: Um, I'm certainly that. listening to know. more podcasts now that I have to go back to the office occasionally. So yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, I kind of, again, I just got, I got busy doing other things. So I haven't really been podcasting, like listening to podcasts that much. I've, you know, definitely dropped the ball on critical role, which has been disappointing. Cause I want to get back to that, but yeah, I, I, and and then what, what's the other one that I like? Disney Dads? Is that what, is that the whole thing? Disney Dads, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like them as well. So,
0: yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's your answer, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think this, the second Dan question is also Dan H. I don't think I put the H part in, but I think that's also him too. Um, so he said, I've been in five air- airports the last two weekends from the Business in America in Atlanta to a tiny six gate in Evansville, Indiana. Also a bunch of other ones. If given a choice, do you prefer the mega airports with all the amenities or the smaller ones with easier access? It's a tough question. I like this question though. I know it's not really Disney oriented, but people have to travel, right? So, yeah,
1: well that's, I'm heavily thinking about this stuff right now because I, you know, I'm going to be getting on a plane here in a couple of weeks for the first time yeah. in years. And I, I mean, you know, I live or, um, you know, living in Calgary, I live near, um, it's, it's, a an international airport. So it is a, definitely a larger airport. Um, I have been to a couple of smaller ones. I, I think personally, I like the bigger ones just because things seem a little more, um, er, well, okay. <laughs> they seem like they should be a little more organized. I know that's not always it's, the case. I've, I've, like I've been to LAX. Be. I know what chaos looks like too, but I feel like, um, I feel like things just, uh, generally move along quicker in, in an airport. And I don't like to spend a lot of time in an airport either. Like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a necessary evil for traveling obviously, but um, yeah, I, I think I, I like, you know, I, I like the, the bigger ones, but that's just cause that's what I've always been used to.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really have a preference necessarily. I mean, like, I the bigger ones, you get more amenities, right. And you get, you know, Hopefully through well maybe not get through security faster. It just depends on how small the airport actually is, right? So, because uh, I I mean I've been to West Palm Beach uh, airport for work one time and it was like there was literally no one at security and I breezed right through, you know. But whereas yeah. when I leave from Charlotte, <laughs> you know, there's like four different security lines and that can take a little bit of time. And you know even when I just flew recently and I went through Newark, which is you know obviously a, a large airport too, um, security there's. Terrible, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. So I don't know. Part of it, I think, is you know, I think the smaller airports are a little bit better. I almost feel like I, I do uh, prefer those. But and then you know, you're you're probably less likely to to get a uh, to get a uh, delayed because of you know too many planes taken off or, or landing or whatever. So uh, you know, or maybe 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 you're more likely. I don't know because maybe they have less capacity. Uh, it's a good question. It's uh you know I don't I don't think I really have a big preference one way or the other though. I was gonna say I was gonna say I thought that Damon might have strong opinions about this, but then I remember Damon doesn't like to fly. I don't think, right? I, I don't think Damon's a big flyer.
2: Uh, Damon has medical issues; he doesn't fly. Yeah, so that's what I thought. You know, I flying. have no real, no real uh, horse in the race here. What for are you this gonna one. do when you go to Disneyland, though? You, are you gonna like? No, like, we're driving cross yeah, country. We're gonna stop because th- I think there's so many things in the U.S. that I haven't seen, especially you know the national parks. And yeah. things along those lines. Plus, you know, I want to see the Cowboy Stadium, right? My son looking at two schools in Texas. Like, I think we'll take that trip. Now, originally, we had wanted to do it this year before my oldest went to school. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So, I think we'll plan next year because I think after his sophomore year, I think you kind of have to, like, do something. Like, get a job, I feel like. like or some sort of internship. Do something, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny because he, you know, he doesn't have a job and that's okay because we, you know, we kind of have our kids in this situation where if you, if you get good grades, that's better in general, right? Listen, and parents that have their kids going to school are going to realize that like academic money is no joke. So if you're going to tell me that, you know, my kid's going to get 30 grand to go to a school, if he gets good grades versus having him work at a fast food place and not get as good grades what makes more financial sense overall well for him to get better grades and and I feel like if you're getting good grades you're still working right that's that's my hot take on parenting that I know listen I understand a lot of people do not agree with that but I'm I'm okay with that right my kids my show but <laughs> I th- I think that we're going to let him do the same thing probably freshman year as long as he gets good grades his first year of school. And if he doesn't get good grades his first year of school, he's going to go and do summer classes anyway, right? So that will be what he does. But that all being said is that I think that we're going to let him still have that one more summer of not a job or internship. So we will try that long trip because that trip's going to take two weeks. And I think what's going to happen yeah. is, is that I'll end up doing the drive back maybe forcing like my daughter to stay with me or something, but I may do the drive back by myself because I don't think my wife will be able to take that long off. And I don't think the kids will want, you know, at least the boys. So I think we'll drive out together, hit some of the national parks, maybe hit Las Vegas. Haven't decided that part yet. And then do Disneyland. Maybe they'll fly back and we'll drive back. That's kind of the thought. That's interesting. Yeah, that will that be, like a cool gosh, trip. that's going to be like five podcasts worth of a trip. I mean,
0: you should just like, I feel like you should just take like a, you should like podcast as you're going, you know, just record your thoughts as you're going along. And we just make it into one big long episode. (laughs) We could could do a montage
2: when you get back. And yeah, I I could definitely do that. I almost feel like we we might have to plan something where we all get together and podcast for like a half an hour, like every couple of days just to, cause I think it would be boring if it's just me talking about what I'm doing, but I think it would be fun to do something short or I'll force the kids to do it with me.
0: Oh, that'll be fun. I'm just thinking of you going <laughs> day one. I've already tired of the kids. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. you know, like. No, it's not even that. I feel you know what's funny, as I as I get older, I find the biggest problem with the driving is more now just the length of time I could drive, right? Like I remember driving from New Jersey to Disney. Gosh, 18 hours, I'd do it straight. Yeah, we did maybe that. no bathroom breaks. I'd good. Now it's like, oh, my hip kind of hurts. Like, you know, man, I'm thirsty. Like, gosh, I'm kind of hungry. Like, you know, it's more of that than it used to be. So yeah. those longer trips are going to be tough. But I think we, we're we trying, like I said, we're trying to kind of plan it. And there's a lot of Facebook groups for that, which is great. But we'll make it a two-week trip. And maybe what we'll do, you know, the, the one thing about this whole working from home is like, you know, we might do something along the lines of, hey, we go out to, let's say, Tennessee, okay? And then we stay there for a day, and me and my wife work a regular day. But the kids don't work, and then we're already out there. You know what I mean? It might be a trip like that where it's not two weeks, solid, oh, yeah. straight yeah, we might just work a little bit as we go, which would be kind of cool. So it might turn into like a three-week excursion, but working a little bit in there,
0: like a working vacation. Yeah, like
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, my my sister does a lot of that now, like uh,
0: because she can work from anywhere. So she'll 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 go to go on vacation somewhere, and we'll you know work while she's there, but not the whole time, and you know just so she doesn't have to take as much time off. So you know, and I, they actually might come to Disney with us in uh in October. Went for our trip, and and she was like, "I might not go to the parks. I might just work from the 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 hotel all day." And I'm like, "All right, well, that's what you want to do." And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to go on vacation and take time off. But, um, uh, you know, I know not everybody does that. So, all right, yeah.
2: You want? Um, should we talk about Top of the World? Do you want to talk about that? I'm, I'm excited about this. Like, I like Top of the World.
0: Yeah. So, Top of the World coming back. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited about this too. I and I know a lot of people had kind of given up on this reopening but i i, I always felt like it was going to reopen you know what were they going to do with the space otherwise special events i guess but why like you know yeah, why would you yeah. do that this is such a good location you know
1: yeah like i i feel like because it, it was built with the tower right so it was kind of an intention that you know it it was it is a selling point of of dvc at um tower right yeah, I know anybody can use it, yeah. but um, yeah. And so, yeah, I guess the the thing is, is th- they're saying that they're reimagining or they're they're doing some some rework to it, right?
0: Yeah, but I mean that could just mean that you know that they redid the menu, right? Like, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Maybe they redid the design in there. I, I have no idea.
1: Yeah, just as long as it doesn't turn into. Do, do you think they would ever do? Make it a
0: paid thing to get in there. Like I I can't. Yeah, someone said that on the Facebook page.
2: I just don't see that. What did you say, Damico? I mean, uh, maybe. What if it was less people but paid? Would that be better?
0: I mean, that's kind of like the fireworks parties that they've done before, you know. Mm. Yeah. So yeah,
1: that that was kind of the thinking, right? You know, that they've had special events where it's it's a paid thing, but. Yeah, like it. I guess would that be like? I, I'm sure, Damon, you, you were kind of alluding to it that if it was a paid thing, that makes it a little bit
0: more attractive. Yeah, I mean, for me, it does. I hmm. See, I, I don't know though. I mean, I, I just don't see them charging for it, right? Because it's already like, yeah, because they don't charge for anything. Well, I mean. No, 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 that's not what I mean, though, because it's already one of those things where it was, you know, always kind of reported that it was it was uh, not exactly like a profit center for the Mm -hmm. parks, you know, or for DVC or whatever. Right. But and, and you know, people would only come in during the fireworks. So I, I just wonder, like, if you charge an entrance fee, does that make that that equation even worse? You Know what I mean? Like, if, does it because you have even less people showing up? Because I always like the ability to just pop in there, but if it was 10 bucks per person to come in, I'm probably out on that. Like, I'm probably not going up to do that unless it's a special occasion or something.
3: What if they kept that as just a unique perk for people staying at Bay Lake or owners of Bay Lake?
0: That would be interesting. If they just said you they, can only go up there as a Bay Lake wait, wait, wait. member, what about this? What a if Bay They Lake kept it for
2: yeah. non resale people, so it was not if you were a resale, you couldn't go, it was only. Blue card's only. Yeah. Blue, blue card only? only.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's like one of the few things that the, the the white card folks get, right? Is is top of the world access. Hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm, I can't argue against that. I can't argue against that one, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say, you
0: can, right? Being at the resale market, you got to argue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, You got to argue for the resale benefits to stay, keep, right?
3: Keep the Epcot members only lounge for blue card members only, but keep uh, either Bay Lake for either all members or just those staying at Bay Lake the yeah. only uh that sort of benefit yeah it's interesting
2: i think that if they did something like that and had one everywhere that would be really nice like i know we talk about the parks in excuse me the you know the lounges in the parks but man if there was a like dvc only area in each one of the dvc places that would be kind of cool yeah seems like it'd be way easier to pull off too
0: you think, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's interesting, though. So, like, Alexis asks us the question, top of the world is coming back. Let's imagine they use the downtime to reinvent the experience menu. What would you like to change? The only rule is you can't take away the chocolate cake.
2: I mean, that's the only reason to go there, I feel like, anyway.
0: Uh, well, you don't want to do the fireworks viewing, though? I mean, like, the views up there are I amazing. I don't care right? about fireworks. I know you don't care about <laughs> I really don't. Like, what are fireworks? <laughs> uh you're funny uh <laughs> with the fireworks thing
2: <laughs> yeah like i just I, I don't understand what the allure of fireworks is but again as we talk shiny. about this yeah but <laughs> here's the thing fireworks have been the same for so long yeah what have i seen that's different if you make fireworks that move and make shapes call me until then i don't care they do like the little Moana spiral no, shape now stop, uh, with the now. <laughs> no. Well,
0: uh, also, Damon, I you know I know you why you like this experience because I feel like there's very few more exclusive experiences than this, right? Where you like check in at the little stand and then they have you have to go up a special elevator and they escort you um, and like a whole. You feel very special I when I you just, go
2: up there. I feel like I don't know if that's it. I just I think the cake is just that good.
0: A cake is good, like, yeah.
2: I'm about the cake. Because, again, like I don't, I rarely drink, so it's like, I'm really just about that cake, man. I'll tell you.
0: <laughs> oh, man. You,
1: you got me curious now. I mean, oh, you it never has had to be a cake? really... It's pretty good, no, I, man. I, I've never... I haven't been up to top of the world. Okay. Well... Yeah, the, the,
2: the cake's pretty darn good.
0: Trevor, if it somehow opens in the next three weeks here, which, you know, if it was going to, they probably would have said the date already, right? But, yeah. If... If somehow it opens before our meetup, we should try to make our way up there at some point.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I would. I would definitely be interested to to explore it if uh, if the opportunity arises. Yeah, it's just um, for me. It's just never, uh, <laughs> be, you know, being over at the poly. Um, you know, I just go back to the poly to watch the fireworks from there. Which you know, kind of to Damon's point, is you know, you don't need to be at top of the world. To watch the fireworks, so yeah,
0: he's right. Yeah, Yeah. I actually, (laughs) I actually don't like watching the fireworks from there because I, I like watching the entire show that plays out on the castle, and you really don't get the view of that. Like, there's so many other things that go along with the show that happen, you know, right there when you're in front of the castle, and you miss all that when you're just at top of the world. So, and plus, last time I went there, we watched fireworks, and there was some lady that was obnoxiously talking on her cell phone really loudly during the whole thing. It was really (laughs) annoying. (laughs) What (laughs) so? But listen, so just to go back to this really quickly, I I do want to say that I I don't think they're going to charge for it. I just that doesn't I don't think that that's what's going to be. I think they're just going to redesign the menu a little bit and then maybe change up the, you know, the the menu. I don't know. That's just what I feel. I feel like reimagine has a positive connotation and I I I just know that DVC members would lose their minds if they started charging for this. I can only imagine.
1: Reimagine could also mean make it look like a 90s McDonald's. So well, I mean. that's true
0: too, but <laughs> let's hope they don't do that. That would be weird. I, <laughs> what are we gonna say? Yeah, the, the, it would. It would be funny if they they did like a, a strange '90s throwback,
1: and yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, listen, it's very Disney's fancy done weird there, things though. before, but they have, but it is, it is very fancy up there. Like it's a very nice lounge and uh, it's, you know, I'm not to dame's point. I'm not a big drinker either. Right. So like, I'm not going up there for the bar. Like I would go up there for the, you know, some food and some, and I mean, look, there's, even if you don't watch the fireworks, the views from up there are incredible, especially at night, right? Like you could see literally every park from up there, and uh you know you you can see everish you can see Epcot, you can see you know you can see all the park uh icons basically from the top there and and w- at night when everything's lit up it's it's gorgeous up there, so you know i I go for that kind of thing and just for to hang out for a little bit and and also you know for the cake so <laughs> that's an important part of this too is the cake so so anyway, uh so why don't we go ahead and do our ad um uh, yeah. because we're actually a little late for our ad shockingly. All right. So our ad this week is for even though we have Andy on from DVC Resale Market, we have another World of DVC Company that is sponsoring this episode, which is uh, the DVC Rental Store. So the DVC Rental Store, a World of DVC Company, offers magical vacations and incredible value. Save up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1 855 DVC Rent. That's 1 855 382 7368. And please be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right, cool. Let's right. keep it going here. <laughs> so, so, yeah, go ahead. Finding Nemo. I know this um, is probably only a thing <laughs> for me because of the age of my child. And I don't think you guys are going to see, to watch this.
1: Uh, okay. So, so first of all, for, for anyone wondering that the, the heading is finding Nemo, the big blue and beyond opening summer 2022, um, which is great because again, you know, we, we knew this was coming. We knew that yeah. they were going to do um, some upgrades to the show. Um, to your point, Tom, Tom, um, even when my son was little, Finding Nemo was not a thing for us. Like, I think we watched oh, okay. the show once, or like, we watched the movie once with him, and it was not something that resonated with him. So, in our house, um, Finding Nemo was something that, like, for this show in particular, was something that we walked by on our way from Everest to Dinoland, and we just kind of ignored it. <laughs> So, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, look. I I always like. I always liked the original show. Uh. You know. We. I mean. We'd seen it before. We had kids. Right. Like. We. We liked it. It was. You know. It's had some catchy songs in it. Uh. And you know some things that would get stuck in your head. And and uh. You know. It was well done. It was a w- well done show. And you know. I was sad when they kind of got rid of it. But I understood why they did. And and you know. Of course. Why not take the time to to redo it? Right. It was the same one for you know the same show for a long time. So why not use and, you know, even if you watch this video that they have out there, you know, they didn't there was a lot of technology they had when uh, they have now that they didn't have when they created the show originally. And so they're using a lot of uh, a lot of interesting, you know, new things in here, like the projection mapping. And, and it seems like they're doing a lot more a lot more kind of projection going on here. And they they also shorten the show by like 15 minutes too, uh, which is probably a good thing. I feel like that show is probably a little mm. bit too long. Uh, so that's that's not a bad thing. But they're also talking about a new LED video wall designed to visually extend the world beyond the physical sets on stage. Um, you know, a 32-foot sunken submarine, a fish tank volcano. Uh, it looks like there's some really cool stuff that's going to be in this show. So I know, you know, for me, taking my daughter in October and really it being the first trip for her where she's... It's hard to explain, but the first trip where she's like, you know, aware of things, right? Because she's been a couple times before, but she was so young she like really didn't absorb all this. Like now she's, you know, at four, she's really going to pick up on this stuff. And so I, I think, you know, she really likes Nemo. So I, I think this will be a really good thing to take her to, uh, when we go in October, so I, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm glad it's coming back, and and also though for you know anybody that doesn't care about this at all, you should also be excited for it because as we talk about all the time, these things are people eaters. <laughs> so and we need a lot of those at, at Disney to to eat up people so they're not standing in line Absolutely. for other things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: I will say I, I did, the one thing I did appreciate on our walk from Everest over to Dinoland is you could see all the 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 lines of people getting sucked into the building. <laughs> which meant that we could get over to where we wanted to get to easily much easier.
2: So, Trevor, what uh, sort yes. of show would you see? So you're not uh, you know so what do you want?
1: Uh, okay, we 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 actually liked the um the the bird show in mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom. So so that's um again even without the the up stuff that they they've done with it like it's still mm-hmm. just an enjoyable show. Um yeah, I guess the the thing is is that I like I'll watch a lot of different things. I just finding Nemo just never struck a chord for me was the biggest thing. Um so it's it's not that I'm against like sitting down and watching a show um, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we we have seen like especially um like in Disneyland we we've seen uh we watched all the shows there and we enjoyed them all, but uh yeah, that just Finding Nemo in particular, we never uh yeah, we it just never resonated
2: with us. The so LED do- video wall, though, sounds interesting. It does. Right? Mm-hmm. 32-foot sunken submarine and a fish tank volcano standing nearly 15 feet tall. Like, I might not be interested in the show, but I'm interested in that. The technology like, stuff part. Yeah. Like, I was interested in the technology stuff.
0: Yeah. No, I get that. Do you, I mean, you do, like, Festival of the Lion King, though, Trevor? Like, is that, you know, or do you do that one? Or, like? Uh, again, we, we we did it once, and it's a good show.
1: But just not, familiar, um, yeah, yeah, just I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just you know, we, yeah, I we see it. these things and then we kind of decide, you know, hey, you know, is this something we would want to go and see again on our next trip? And, um, a lot of times the answer is no, and we just, That's uh, it. you know, we pass it by because, um, you know, part of it too is you know, these shows, like to your point about the length of the show, um, they do take up a lot of time, uh, you know, sure, especially man. if you're waiting for a show and then you know, you got to be seated and, and, and and all that um so you know for us because we really only go once a year we do have to look at it from you know do do we want to go watch a show again that we've we've seen or do we want to go try something new
0: yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense i mean but you'll always go to indiana jones right like no, nothing oh absolutely yeah, that, yeah that's that's uh, <laughs> th- 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 that's, a,
1: that's a different
0: that's a different Everybody. discussion
1: yeah Indy's and- Indy's required
0: I have to I have to ask Andy though. Is it, Andy? Are you are you into the shows? Like do you do you like going to, to the different shows, or is that not your I like
3: thing? That, I like the interactive shows. So Lion King show, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, the stuff that that is what I would consider per, a performing arts situation. Whereas it, maybe if there was a like on this Nemo, if there was a new version of Nemo coming out to create a little bit more excitement about that. That might be a little yeah, bit more right. of a draw to want to go see it. But I'm along the same lines is if I've seen it once, I'm only there once every year, once every 18 months, why go see something I've seen it already or once before.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I get that. I get that. Uh, so anything else about this or we want to move on to this next thing, which I, I'm not even sure I, totally fully get <laughs> yeah well, well let's
1: let's try to talk about it so that this is um the uh celebrate your disney memories with a new virtual mural on cinderella castle so this is, looks like a, a new photo pass offering thing um yeah. <laughs> where I, I, i'm guessing it's like a like a video that uh puts like all your pictures together into an animated that's exactly right thing yeah yeah
0: yeah so like if you watch the video on here like basically you could take certain pictures and then using ar you can augmented reality you can take a picture of the castle and like make a collage of your photos from the day on the castle i find it kind of weird and don't love it Uh, i'm not gonna lie (laughs) it's kind of odd to me even watching the video i was just kind of like who is this for like who's gonna do this um, but I'm sure people will like. I'm not a social media person, so maybe like people that are like you know all about social media will do this. I, I don't know. You know. By the yeah, way, this like costs a, ten dollars. By the way, it costs nine ninety nine. You have to pay for it. Yeah, that, that's a little rough. Um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> for, for,
1: for something like this, yeah, it, you know, it's it's hard, right? Like I I get where you know Disney they're they're offering a service, they're offering something kind of unique, but it's also yeah um who's really going to use this that's what i'm wondering who's,
0: like who's this for
1: yeah <laughs> uh, sorry I'm, I'm watching the video right now and now you're watching and, the video to understand yeah, it, I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out if that was just a random cast member that ran up to the people all excited because they were recording a, a video on their phone i don't yeah. like I
0: don't know. <laughs> that didn't make a lot of sense it didn't um, no yeah oh yeah oh no wait i don't think it is a cast member i think it's just a person. Oh, just
1: a random person.
0: uh, Hey, I'm getting a friend meeting back up with them or something. I (laughs) like the idea of a
1: random. I I like the idea of a stranger getting excited because you're recording
0: (laughs) on your phone. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I don't know, man. This one just is weird. I mean, like I like some of the AR stuff, like some of it is cool, right? Uh, You know, there's there's some neat things that they've done with that. But this one just doesn't resonate with me. And I just find it kind of weird. You have to pay an extra $10 for it. I don't know. Yeah, if well, it were free, so, then maybe I'd do it. But if for ten dollars, I'm definitely not doing it. Just,
1: when like every other social media app has filters and AR stuff, and it's
0: free, right? yeah, ex- exactly, right. exactly. Like, what what does it matter if I could put my picture up on the top spire of the castle? I don't know. Why do I want to do that? I mean, I-, I thought when I first read this, you know, what I thought this was, Trevor. Honestly, I I thought it was it. I thought it was that they were going to do like a thing at the end of the night where like you could. Pay for this, and then everybody you know that's in the park that—that that would can- be cool. Yeah, that would be cool, right? Where you could like decide mm-hmm. to put your picture up and give them. It wouldn't have been ten dollars, to- though. No, probably not, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean, though. They could put like a running yeah. collage. That of all would these be pictures. really cool. That would be awesome. But yeah, I, that's not what it is. <laughs> so yeah, but that's I don't know. This is not a thing that I would be interested in. That's for sure. And I'm still not really sure who it's <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Again, maybe, you know, maybe we'll, I, I guess the best case scenario I can see is, you know, you'll you'll see this kind of stuff pop up on Facebook from time yeah. to time. So somebody will put it on their feed and, you know, it'll be, hey, that's, that's really cool. But is it $10 cool? Probably not. Uh, yeah. that That's the sticking point for me is, you know, I've, I feel like, you know, they're, they're trying to charge for something that doesn't, doesn't really, or, or doesn't have a precedent for being charged for. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like.
0: Yeah. For an AR filter. Yeah. Yeah. Just feels weird. I agree. I agree. Okay. All right. Anything else on that? Or are we going to talk about connections some more? We Let's talk, talk about, about con-
1: connections. I'm yeah. actually very interested in this now.
0: <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I saw one or two people call it cold, and I, I, looking at the pictures, I don't feel like it looks cold at all. I think it looks very modern, but it's clean. It's very um, clean and modern, and it yeah. just reminds me of like, you know, like original Epcot. View of the of the future, right? Like that's it. It feels very true to that. And there's this coffee table thing over here with the uh, the Epcot logo in it that just looks awesome. I want one for my house. Um, mm-hmm. Are you seeing that the last picture that's the, the, on there? the double layer glass? Yeah, man, the, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just like a little table there. But I don't know. This looks really nice to me. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't get the the idea that it might be cold. I. I don't, it looks. It looks. The the murals look amazing in it too. I mean, I, I feel. You know that maybe the, the the statement around
1: that is that you know some of some of the the previous Epcot stuff was a lot busier, sure. so so they they've definitely uh, they've definitely toned down on the amount of stuff going on, so you so sure, you yeah. can you can you know focus more on a few things instead of there being like you know stuff in your eye line all the time. Like like that's one thing I I, I remember about you know going to Disney you know even in like early 2000s and stuff it was that it seemed like you were always getting hit, hit in the face with something right like there was always there was always you know th- they had um like stuff on the walls and and you know things that were like not even re- like it didn't seem relevant to to where you were it was just like there always had to be something there whereas yeah. this you know you know you know saying it's cold or whatever it's because there is a lot of um blank space i guess is the best way to
0: put it open space too yeah yeah yeah, it's not like i i think before kind of to your point like before if you like remember back to like mouse gear right like mouse gear was like cartoony right it was like very cartoony and now this i feel like this is almost more true to what epcot always was you know meant to be as opposed to what it was recently you know what i mean like where it, it just this kind of Interesting. I mean, this this view of the future that is that looks this way, and I mean, I I think the the things they put in here are are gorgeous. I mean, I I love the idea of uh you know all the uh like the the cool uh viewport things that they have at the top. You know, like the little almost like skylights, the circular things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know these murals are amazing. Uh, I, you know I don't know if these were like hand painted murals or whatever, but it's it's pretty pretty incredible. Uh, just looking at some of them, and and you know, look, it's a big open space, and is it a lot more modern? Yes, but I mean. Like Epcot's supposed to be our view of the future, right? Like that's what it's that's what it's meant to be, right? So I don't know. Yeah, it, I, I yeah, like it. it. I want to see it in person. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it shouldn't be stuck in the nineties, right? That that's exactly, exactly the point. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's you know, like those the some of those old designs felt that way, right? Like in yeah. and you know, it's it was the it was the the sixties uh, thought of what the future was going to be was what Epcot was, and then you know, then it got. I think there was some just like some cartoony stuff there, and then. You know, I think this is just a lot more, uh, you know, modern and and a lot more in the vein of, of of what the original vision was. That's that's how I look at it. But now, listen, given I have not seen it yet in person, and I would like to see it in person. I will be able to get to see it in person when we go to Epcot because it is opening on April, April 27th. So uh, that is that is you know officially opening then. Uh, so I'll be interested to check that out. I mean, I really don't care about the Starbucks location because I don't drink coffee, so I really don't care about this. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah, Andy, I, I don't know if you're a big Epcot guy or what. I'm sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead,
1: Andy. Uh, yeah. What do, what do you think about this? <laughs> uh,
3: I, I remember Epcot from back in the days when, you know, what does it stand for? Envi- uh, environmental pro- Prototype Community of Tomorrow. So what's the futuristic stuff? Uh, if you think about it, and listen to the conversation is Disney has to find ways to attract people into different areas of the parks. Yeah, and this may be one of the ways to do it. Um, and if it's a new gathering place, a new place to sit down, especially when it's ninety thousand degrees outside, <laughs> and spend a little money and get something to drink or something to eat, then that's what they're going to try to do.
0: Well, and you know we we've said this before, Andy. Uh, we've talked about this a lot. Like this is the quick service, one of the quick service options. But there's so many good food options in Epcot. It's almost like. And, I, you know, we looked at the menu, too, and I just nothing stood out to me. It was like, oh, I, would, I need to eat there. Right. Like, and, and that's fine, but that's OK, because that's the it's serving that purpose. Right. It's serving the purpose of being a, a quick stop. If you have nothing else that you want to get, it's right there. I mean, if you can't get yourself to Sunshine seasons, seasons or any of the other, you know, places to eat around Epcot, like, you know, this is an option. So, yeah. Go ahead, Trevor. What were you going to say?
1: Yeah. I was, I was just going to say that, you know, that the thing is, is that it's, it's so, um, or, you know, I I keep thinking about electric umbrella, right. And how, how, (laughs) how bad it was. And, um, like I said, the the more that I'm seeing about this and I, you know, I've, I've, I've seen a couple of, uh, um, uh, you know, people on YouTube comment on it and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, to your point, Andy, it's, you know, I'm actually curious now to see what this is as a gathering place and see, you know, how this functions in the park. Because yeah, it is, it is supposed to be, um, the, you know, the, the, the concept of what things could look like going into the future, which, um, you know, the, the future doesn't always have to be like, um, you know, that, that 60s rendition of, you know, you know, everyone's in spaceships and all that kind of stuff. But, um, I'm, I'm curious now of, of, you know, is this something that, you know, it starts here and then you start to see it everywhere, right? Like it's, um, yeah, it's, I, I didn't think I would care about Connections Cafe, but the more that I'm looking <laughs> at it, the more I am interested in it. Yeah, Which is I, weird because I always walked my electric umbrella before.
0: <laughs> no, no, I totally agree with yeah. that. I, I, it, yeah. it, this, these pictures actually make me more interested and make me want to check it out more because it's, it does look very cool and very, like I said, I, f- I, feel like it very much looks like the design for that what Epcot was meant to be like, and I feel like they've taken, they've taken the original plans for Epcot and really tried to infuse that into. What they're doing with the the reimagining of Epcot, so I, I yeah, I want to check this out. And you know, I know a lot of people also didn't love the uh, reimagining of uh, you know the what Mousekewitz became, right? Like it's, yeah. But I and it's similar. It's like got the same kind of design style, right? Like it's got those wood slats in the ceiling, and it's kind of the same kind of thing. And it and it does feel very like very modern and very new and and that kind of thing. But it i don't know i just i it was a nice store i liked it i i I didn't hate it you know (laughs) it just didn't have that same cartoony feel to it that uh that that mouse gear had and i i think uh i you know i i miss mouse gear just for what it was but then i you know the new store was nice too so i was i was okay with that too uh although i couldn't really find anything i wanted there but that has less to do with the store and more to do with i was looking for something specific and couldn't find it so (laughs) but um but yeah, so we'll have to check this out, Trevor. Not necessarily eat there, yeah. but maybe at least just walk through it when we go. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. So so, just two last things that I'm observing here as you were talking, as I'm flipping through the pictures. Is one, there is um, it, one picture looks like there's like a a piece of artwork hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, and it's, it's a bunch of rings, like different colored rings. And I feel like, like yeah, yeah, something. yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: I, I feel like that that feels like that little bit of a, a nod back to the previous space oh, yeah, like it, yeah. it feels almost like a like a it's definitely more modern but it's got sure. that 90s kind of feel to it um the other thing too is with, with like you mentioned with the uh the wood slats and the metal and everything yeah i feel like the, this could double as uh, you know if if it doesn't work out as connections it it could double as uh, uh an evil villain's layer layer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, i swear yeah that's funny like it works right like it it, you know you know imagine like you know up on top of a mountain and you know i don't know (laughs) Uh, it's a it's a villain with style that's a yeah yeah you you know they always have the really nice uh you know the the big open space and yeah Yeah, you know there's always like, like yeah. yeah it's always nice wood and and everything looks very clean right so
0: yeah yeah i guess disney's got some Indians. options there yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sy- syndrome from uh right from uh incredibles like his uh exactly. volcano base yeah. yeah yeah i'm also just looking at that same picture you're talking about there too and i just noticed in the bottom right hand corner like the glass um the logos of epcot and you know it's saying epcot there like how cool those look and i definitely want to see those in person i you see what i'm mm-hmm. talking about in that picture in the bottom oh, right yeah, hand yeah. corner yeah very cool yeah because I do really like the the Epcot logo, and that's actually what I was trying to find in that store. By the way, I was trying to find something that just had the Epcot logo on it, and I couldn't find anything. I mean, I found some stuff, but it wasn't what I wanted. I wanted like a t shirt with the, with the logo on it, just said Epcot. Like I, that's all I needed. But it was I was having a hard time finding it. But go give Disney yeah. some feedback on that. I do. Yeah, I'm going to send some emails. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, let's talk. Uh, do you want to talk some food? Yeah, um, Mother's Day. Yeah, it's got some I, ooh, Mother's Day. Mother's Day is coming up quick too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, gotta gotta yeah. figure that one out. Um, yep. <laughs> gotta, yeah, before <laughs> yeah, we, we,
1: we have uh, we have that and then our trip. So we do. Yeah, I guess I should get on that.
0: Yeah. So let's let's we don't have to go through all this food. We can like you know kind of scroll through and see what kind of jumps out to us here. I'm liking this cookie shot over at uh, California Grand Californian. The Um, there's a little shot glass made out of a little cylinder. Yeah. 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 Little Shot glass made out of cookie. Like, give me that. It looks like red velvet. Yeah. It's, uh, available with milk or liqueur.
2: I don't know this coral reef restaurant, uh, strawberry pistachio dome. Oh, that looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That. And the, the next one too, anything's with anything with strawberry and pistachio is a dub. That's, that's definitely wins there.
0: This coral reef one looks like a work of art, man. Like it's 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 a beautiful dish if it actually like looks like that when it comes out, which usually yeah. they they do. But it's uh, what is it? So strawberry pistachio dome with strawberry lemon gel and ruby chocolate powder. Wow. Okay. That,
2: that cupcake I, again. I'm, I could definitely skip a few of these. the red velvet cupcake, I'll skip. But the strawberry mousse with strawberry compote and lemon curd dessert. Oh, yeah. That looks crazy. And then the strawberry bliss cupcake, as you can see, I mm-hmm. love strawberry, right? That one looks okay, too. <laughs> They're very strawberry. Yeah, I'm in on
3: that one. Go ahead, and yeah. what were you going to say? I'm in on that one. All right. <laughs> My last name is <laughs> Barry. I got to eat something, Berry.
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Got to rep the strawberry. Yeah, yeah. The strawberry bliss cupcake, though. I the, I'm a big non nonpareil guy, so the fact that there's non nonpareils on there, that makes me happy too. I'm 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 in for that. But they're very strawberry heavy with a lot of these dishes. I noticed that's really interesting. <laughs> I guess they're
3: in season, the, right? The coming into season, so the chocolate dessert box looks pretty good too. Oh, chocolate dessert box. Where was that? At oh, the Riviera.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mini chocolate is handcrafted chocolate box. Wait, so the box is chocolate? <laughs> no, handcrafted chocolate box with uh, a gan- ganache brownie, uh, raspberry macaroon, and lemon, Madelines. Right? Wow, that sounds awesome.
3: For a million dollars. A
0: million? <laughs> yeah. Well, because yeah, exactly. Right.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm sure. Have to pay funny. for the resort somehow. Oh yeah, so the box is made out of chocolate. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. So they're in those little chocolate boxes. That is cool. By the way, most of these are only available for like on Mother's Day or uh, through the, just that weekend. So these are very limited.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of them say they're only available like on May eighth, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, this um,
0: boardwalk, this boardwalk one is lame. By the way, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not liking it. It's meh. <laughs> I,
1: I want to highlight um, one of the ones of the Grand Floridian is the the um, mimosa cake with oh, which. So it not oh like yeah it, it's yeah. yeah it's it's a mimosa flavored mousse and mimosa cake, but then it has the chocolate uh, slipper on the top, which is a very stark comparison to the dirty boot that we had previously <laughs> for Earth Day. <laughs> Listen, I saw good reviews <laughs> of that dirty boot. <laughs> I still don't want to eat a dirty boot. Yeah, I want to eat it. Just, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I know. It, you know. It all is Wally it's really and everything. Delicious. But what are you yeah. About? I just think it's funny,
3: yeah no I think with that one it's very curious because at the end of this of the descriptor it says uh, cinderella slipper filled with melosa flavored moose does the moose contain alcohol or does the slipper contain alcohol that's,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's a good question you're drinking, <laughs> you're drinking alcohol out of a shoe or
3: or
0: is
1: the you whole thing just want to get the
3: chocolate slipper there you go. Yeah. <laughs> they can't
0: filled with yeah, because it doesn't look like the it doesn't look like the slipper in this picture is filled with anything, does it?
3: No, no, I, it's probably alcoholic contained in the ingredients.
1: Yeah, uh, I would assume the cake is soaked in mimosa. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good. The
3: other one, one that jumps out mind. to me is the sorry, is the yacht club uh, one all the way at the bottom. All the way at the bottom. Oh yeah, the the, yacht oh yacht 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 clubs. Clubs. That, yeah, that that. Compass, uh, sweeter than roses, raspberry mousse, 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 mousse and chocolate
0: cake. Oh yeah, ruby red raspberry center, chocolate fondant decor. That's 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 very very nice looking. Which one were you mentioning, Trevor? Which one was that? Oh, sorry, I was just
1: I was looking at where it was. It was at oh, Marketplace yeah, yeah, yeah. Ale and Compass, yeah, 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 Beach Club,
0: yeah, yeah. That one's really neat. I, I like that one. Oh man, there's some really good stuff here for Mother's Day. Too bad we're not going to be there for this. But if you're yeah, going to be, we're going to
1: miss all of this. That's. uh that's unfortunate.
0: Now you know though, I we need to fire. I need to fire up my food and wine app so I can uh, start going through all the booths at uh, Flower and Garden and marking off what I want. So
1: yes, actually, you need to send me a link to that because yeah, I think we need to uh, we need to figure out a plan <laughs> for our
0: data, <laughs> a plan of attack to, to yes. eat all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, we'll uh, we'll we'll definitely make that happen. I, I gotta I gotta look at the app and uh, you know if you haven't used that app by the way, you guys need to. Need to go use that app. It's not an official Disney app. I'm going to throw that out there, but it is awesome. So
1: send me a link cuz
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, well we need to uh we need to collaborate on this since we since we're talking about food yeah we we need to um <laughs> uh, you, you know we we talked about it uh it was it was back in like february i think when we were talking about yeah. the stuff available at food and wine right so well this yeah, is we, flower garden though right so we're doing or sorry garden, flower yeah. garden yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah i they they they're all the same festival <laughs> you your mind. It's all point. just
0: one big long festival. It's
1: yeah. I'm I'm going there, and there's food, and and I
0: want to eat it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, uh, listen, there's some good stuff from Mother's Day, though. I I think uh, if you're going to be there for Mother's Day, check out some of the stuff because there's some really interesting. And we didn't even mention everything, right? Like there's mm-hmm. you know there's some stuff that's not sweets, right? So like Steakhouse Seventy One has a special breakfast um you know uh, what is it the uh, waltz prime rib hash florida eggs benedict and and eggs benedict and bacon and eggs um so they've got some stuff there uh you know there's there's a bunch of stuff going around for this uh i love when disney does like really exclusive like they take the time to make these really exclusive desserts that are only available for like 3 days you know what i mean like that's it's kind of cool that they do
3: that
1: yeah and shout out to storyteller's cafe on the west coast they're doing a mother's day brunch as well, which, uh, <laughs> if you, if you've ever, yeah, I know, sorry, gotta, gotta bring gotta the, do it, the yeah, West Coast fine. into it. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, if you, if you've ever been to Storytellers Cafe, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a great, uh, buffet style place, it, you know, similar to, uh, Crystal Palace. Um, but it's, uh, obviously in the middle of the Grand Californian, which, uh, yeah. you know, as, as Andy talked about earlier is, is a, a pretty, uh, fantastic resort in and of itself. So, Yeah, if you can get there for Mother's Day, make sure sure you check it out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So, I've got one more thing on the list here. And I thought that this was both a funny and terrible idea and also feel like it should be happening in Disney World. So... Uh, Disney. this is a rumor that was put out there this is from a survey that Disney put out and I'm going to credit the the site even though I know a lot of listeners don't love this site it's from uh, WDW News Today right so um, Mm -hmm. basically Disney put out a survey asking guests if they would be interested in child daycare services during the food and wine festival at California Adventure I simultaneously think this is an amazing idea and a terrible one (laughs) And I just wanted to discuss it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're right. Like like the thing is, is, you know, food and wine is it's, more, you know, j- just like we were talking about, even for flower and garden is there's a lot of food boosts. There's a lot of stuff, you know, as yeah. an adult, you can definitely go around and do um, if you have kids, you know, that that creates the dilemma of you know your kids aren't going to want to stop and and check out all the booths and or you know wait while, while dad gets a drink or whatever yeah yeah so you know having childcare offered for that seems like a good idea um the flip side of that is that <laughs> what happens when a parent gets really drunk There's that yeah. and then and then their kid you know you know they get <laughs> you know told to to leave or you know they they're, they're not that. In a, yeah, yeah they're, they're not in a good place and then their kid is at the the daycare right like it's i don't know
0: or the parents that like you know have a little bit too much fun at the the wine food and wine, wine festival and then you know maybe get get in the car or get get you know get moving to go home and and just forget completely that they have kids and then that they left them there <laughs> i mean that's that's a thing that could happen too um you know I, I do, I do like it as an idea, though. But I just think there could be some pitfalls. Andy, were you going to say something? I'm sorry.
3: That's what I was going to say. Is is that the parents are asked to to leave the parks, and then they forget the kids are at daycare? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a California thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that being a problem. Uh, I also would think this would be ab- absorbently expensive too. Like really, it would be, it would be very expensive. I would think anyway, to, to have day yeah, like maybe,
1: that. maybe that's enough to keep you sober during food and wine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the more hours you're there. Yeah. I mean, I this yeah. just I mean it would be nice because there are some things that are, you know, are more for an adult audience and they mention it here, like, you know, wine tastings and mixology classes and stuff like that. And that's not really for kids, right? But at the same time it's like well then don't bring your kids the day you decide to go do that. Like have somebody watch them at home or in your hotel room or something, you know, cause they do Disney world anyway, has the, those babysitting services, right. That you can have somebody come out and, and watch your kid in the room. Um, yeah. You know? So, I mean, you could just have that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, you're right. The, the
1: thing is, is that when, when the, the company takes on the responsibility of watching people's kids. I, yeah, I think it's better if it's kept as a separate thing or it's kept as, you know, you know, Hey, you, you know, you, you're, you're, you're having somebody else watch your kid versus, you know, dropping them off at the park or dropping them off, you know, at a, at a, at a daycare center and then yeah. go, going about your day and then forgetting that you dropped your kid off at yep, the daycare exactly. center. Right. Like it's, yeah, yep. I, I, yeah that's feel like I, a I recipe feel,
0: for disaster yeah <laughs> I, I
1: just I can't imagine that there won't be stories coming out of this later
0: right well, <laughs> It could also just be too that you know that Disney was like, all right, give me some ideas for you know, because this is a survey right so like let's test every weird idea that we have right and see what the response is and I think yeah you know I think that's you know if you look at the survey it's it's asking, do you want more bookable experiences or improved quality of you know food and beverage or more healthy foods and then daycare is just kind of thrown in there you know what i mean like it's it's almost feel like they, oh we have a crazy idea let's throw it in there and see how people respond right I, yeah. I i doubt that they would ever do it but you know who knows who knows well so i think that's that's it for our topics today um so i, I unless damon has anything else and, and andy will obviously let you uh wrap up here too where you uh, you know let us know how to contact you and all that. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if we have anything else we want to talk about or anything else we want to cover.
3: Uh, All right.
0: Go Trevor.
1: No, I think, yeah, I think we're good actually.
0: All right, great. Well, uh, Andy, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. It was great to finally talk to you. I've seen your name so many times on Facebook. I, I was good to to finally actually get to talk to you. Um, but also, you know, if how can people reach out to you if they uh, they want to get to you if they want to get you know help with uh, DVC purchase or or selling their awesome. DVC? Yeah.
3: Well, thanks for having me as well. You can reach me. Anybody can reach me by uh, emailing me direct at Andy at dvcresalemarket.com it's Andy at DVCresellMarket.com. or my virtual office is 949-412-0850 again 949-412-0850 and the easiest way to remember me I always use this as my tagline is from the movie Toy Story my name is on the bottom of Woody's right hand boot (laughs) and it says Andy that's perfect
1: (laughs) All right. Okay. So, um, just a reminder for everyone, if you want to, um, reach out to us at welcome home podcast, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing your, uh, questions, you know, you guys share trip reports, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, we, we appreciate the interaction from you guys. If you want to find us on social media, uh, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast, and you can also check out our Facebook group, the Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, and um, see all the the listener discussion that goes on there. You can um, see the memes, the 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 topics that we talk about on the show uh, get that get talked about in there a lot. So make sure you check that out. You can also follow us on YouTube as welcome home podcast and Instagram as welcome home picks. Uh, just a reminder. We, we are having our meetup here in less than three weeks. So um, probably a good idea to check out those channels as we, we start posting stuff from the parks. Cause Tom and I will be actually, you know, Touring around the parks together, which is kind of
0: wild to think about. After it is kind of wild time. to think about. It's going to be yeah. fun. I'm, ex- I'm <laughs> yeah. excited for it. It's going to be a good time, man. I, I'm exact- excited, to, yeah. excited to ride Space Mountain with you and, uh, you know, to, to do all the other stuff we're going to do. I mean, it's going to be a good time. I, I'm And also for the meetup, too. I, I'm excited to to meet up with some listeners and uh, yeah. and, and have some food. And I'm, I'm excited, too, about the menu. Uh, we, got, we got a nice menu there. And uh, I've never been into paddlefish either. So that should be fun.
1: Yeah. It's, it's going to be a great weekend. So yeah, hopefully you guys can, you know, even if you can't make it there with us, uh, you know, we, we want to share it with you guys. So, uh, check out our, our social media to, to, to see all that stuff as it happens. And, uh, if you want to help support the podcast, go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out uh, some of our merchandise. We got t-shirts and, uh, mugs and fanny packs and stuff that, uh, um, you know, uh, if you, if you want to rep the the logo and, uh, help support us and some of the things we're doing, it would be great, greatly appreciated. Yes. Alternately, there's also Patreon, um, which you can find us on, uh, patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out some of our different, uh, uh, levels of support through Patreon that comes with exclusive merchandise that you can only get on Patreon and, um subscribing to any level on there gets you access to our discord server which is yet another way that uh you guys can interact with us yeah well, last but not least um okay. you know, as we talked about reviews at the the beginning of the show uh make sure you guys leave us a review on itunes or spotify uh it's uh you know five star reviews are always great yes um we do appreciate those lower star reviews but uh Um, you know, we'd also like to know why, um, you know, you know, (laughs) better, better reviews are always better, but we do appreciate the, uh, the constructive feedback as well. So, um, yeah, you know, please consider that and it helps more people find the podcast.
0: Yeah. Agreed. And, uh, yeah, please give us five star reviews and, uh, and if you can, uh, (laughs) we appreciate that. At least for Trevor and I. Just do for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home, Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release an episode. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. Uh, just search for Welcome Home. You can find us. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Big thank you to our sponsors, DVC re- uh, rental store. Uh, please check them out. If you're looking to rent out your points uh, and also, you know, of course talk to Andy, if you're looking to sell your points uh, or if you're looking to buy some new points from the resale market. So uh, join us next time for more Disney parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle. Signing off from Welcome Home
3: Podcast on the
0: DVC. do a huddle when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.
3: Look out, Here comes my ball and chain.